We're joined now by Professor Peter Lowen, who's a prof at U of T and one of the leads in uh, the Digital Democracy Project, who just released the results of a new study uh, today. And uh, welcome to the show, Professor Lowen. It's good to have you on. Thanks for having me. What's What exactly is the Digital Democracy Project before we get started here? Yeah, so thanks for asking. It's a project that's being funded by the Public Policy Forum and and, uh, and by the Max Bell School of Public Policy at McGill University. And the project is uh, is really monitoring what's going on in media during the next federal election and how voters are, are uh, being exposed to it and kind of responding to it. So we're just taking a really deep dive into what's being said about politics and how voters are reacting to it. And was the whole point of, of putting together this study to find out about, uh, w- was it uh, fueled by the misinformation that we uh, found was occurring in the American election? Yeah, it's, it's a bit of that for sure. I mean, what we want to understand is, just, is, is, is how good the quality of information Canadians are receiving about politics is. And we want to understand how, how good the, the, the depth of knowledge Canadians have about, about politics is. So the real point of the project is to try to get a, uh, a pretty accurate sense of, of, just how, of, of just how much quality we have in our democratic discourse in Canada in the next election. And what did you learn? Well, we did a first, we're, we're doing several waves of the study. And our first wave, which was, which was in the field um, in late July, we learned, we learned the following. We were really interested in understanding what facts Canadians know about particular policy issues that are coming up during this, during this campaign. So, for example, our performance on climate change, what's going on with our tax system, what's going on with immigration. And the basic story is, is this. Is that people can be, you can kind of be one of three things about any issue. You can be informed about it, so you can be correct about the facts. You can be uninformed. You can say, I don't know the facts about the issue. Or you can be misinformed in that you can have the wrong facts on the issue but think that you have the right facts. And what we find is, is uh, it's a bit alarming. Uh, I mean, what we find is that, is that as people consume more media information, it looks like they're not going from being uh, more uninformed, uh, only going from uninformed to informed, but a good portion of them are going from uninformed to misinformed. That is, the more they're consuming media, the more likely they are to go from saying, I don't know uh, something about an issue, to saying, I know the wrong thing about, about that issue. And it's particularly true among those who are strong partisans, regardless of which party they affiliate with, those who have stronger partisan views are more likely to get the facts wrong about um, key, key policy issues in this upcoming election. Did you, were you shocked by that, or did you expect that result? So it's, a, it's, it's actually a relatively well, well uh, it's the kind of result you expect if you're a political scientist because right. of, of the, following, the following reason. The people who are, who are really into politics and really have a side in these debates are able to find information that really helps them support their side of the issue. And it's not that it's it's not that they're necessarily getting false information, it's that they're putting it together in a way that leads to the to the wrong conclusion. Um, and media helps with that. So this let me give you a very quick example. So imagine we were having a debate about whether Canadians at a certain income level are paying more or less income tax. Um, yeah, now than in 2015. And that's, it, it's true at some levels of income, they're going to be paying more income tax, at other levels they're going to be paying less. Mm-hmm. It might be a direct you don't expect. When, when this gets reported on the news, the Liberals are going to say one thing and the Conservatives are going to say something else, and each side's going to spin their side in the most favorable way. So if you're a Tory, you may look at the Conservative representation of the issue and say, I, I believe them, and therefore 
I, you know, I come to their conclusion, and if you're liberal, you you come to a different conclusion. But you, but you can be getting the information from the same article because these things are under debate. So the issue just is that the more you consume, you know, newspapers and radio shows aren't encyclopedias, right? They're 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 presenting political debates and they're presenting different sides of the issue, and this allows people who are more partisan and people who are consuming more news to come up with the wrong facts. This is about confirmation bias. It, 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 that's, that's right. In, in large part, it's about confirmation bias. It's about motivated reasoning. What did you What did you learn about the appetite for political stories? Is there the interest? There is. I mean, there's something very interesting in our report. It's a great question. And the interesting thing in our report is that what people say are their most important issues aren't necessarily the ones that are getting that are getting covered by the media. So I'll give you an example. Um, the one area where the, where media and citizens and politicians are aligned is on climate change. Every, that that's a high-ranking issue for a lot of Canadians. A lot of politicians are talking about it. A lot of media outlets are talking about it. But for example, the issue of government ethics just really isn't on the radar for most citizens when we ask them to rank their most important issues. Um, but it gets talked a lot about by political candidates on Twitter, and it gets talked a lot about by 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 mainstream journalists in Canada. Um, uh, so there is sometimes a mismatch there in terms of what issues get talked about and what issues Canadians want to hear about. That's interesting. And so where do you think the disconnect is? I mean, is that too difficult of a question when you're talking about, well, we, we you know, we just basically surveyed some, some Canadians on their beliefs? No, it's not. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a couple of things. I mean, one is that there are some stories that are, that are easier to report on than others. So I think, you know, in fairness to journalists, reporting on government ethics it's a very important issue. I think it's normally important, and it's easy to report on, right, because there's always an update from the ethics commissioner or some other thing comes out in a scandal, and we can follow the drama very well. It's right? sexy. Reporting on climate, yeah, and reporting on climate change is a bit tougher, right? right, because it's highly technical, it's scientific, everybody's views are already set on the issue. So sometimes it's about how easy or hard it is to report on an issue. And then at the level of political candidates, a lot of it is about what they want to talk about and don't want to talk about. So let me give you an example. Among conservative partisans, immigration uh, and refugees are a very important issue. They rank highly for them on average. Conservative candidates are not talking about this really at all on Twitter. Um, and journalists are not talking about it very much. Hmm. Conservative candidates are not talking about it because they don't want to take on that issue because it's strategically a tough one for them, right? They've got a lot of anti-immigrant sentiment in the party, but at an elite level, they don't want to, they don't want to talk about it. So sometimes for parties, and that's true for other parties as well, I mean, the liberals don't want to talk about ethics, right? So there are lots of times when voters want to talk about something, but parties want to steer clear of the conversation. So, you know, everybody's trying to do their job here, but the result is that we get a mismatch between what voters care about, what parties talk about, and what journalists report on. So your study found Canadians who hold strong partisan beliefs are more likely to be misinformed about key political issues than more uh, politically neutral voters. I I'm, I can't help but think we're living in this uh, uh, this information age where we have greater access to information than ever before. It's at our fingertips. It's in our pockets. We're always walking around with it. How much of the misinformation comes from um, the fact that we're so incredibly busy that people are just reading headlines, and a lot of headlines are made for to uh, for clickbait? Yeah, that's a very that's a very good question. It's a very good question. I mean, it's. Uh, a really key finding that we have is that, that if, you, if you distinguish people between those who use, don't use social media very much to get their news and those who use social media a lot, and remember that social media is actually just, is just repeating what's being said by, by regular journalists, uh, regular news outlets, right? But people who rely on social media more for their information 
um, are more likely to be misinformed. And what they're doing, I think, is really getting, as you say, getting getting snippets and getting bite-sized versions of news stories, not digging down deep in them to get the context and, and the fuller set of facts around an issue. So I think a lot of it really is that, that we just have a lot of uh, information barraging us. And you can get the top line on stories very quickly through social media. It's incredibly effective at that. But it's not effective at giving you a bit of a deeper dive. So, for example, if you really care about climate change, you, know, you should know that Canada is not on track to meet its Paris uh, its commitments under the Paris Accord. You know, 40% of Canadians know that, 37% are unsure, but 20% are incorrect about that about that issue because they may mistake action that the government is taking for progress. So I think I think you're right on the money that there's a distinction there between getting a news or social media in a bite-sized fashion and getting it via radio programs or getting it via newspapers or, or television news. So what should politicians take away from your study? Because it's an important year. That's a good question. I don't want to give them. I don't want to give them too much advice. But, uh, but I mean, what I would tell them is that uh, it, it, it appears to us that both two things. I mean, one is that they should listen a bit more closely to what voters want them to talk about, um, and they shouldn't presume that the things they're talking about align perfectly with the priorities of Canadians across across the parties. That's the first thing. And the second thing is that I'm hoping that this will be an election where the factual basis of debates is elevated more than it has been before, um, and that politicians will be uh, more upfront about, about about the actual facts on the ground than they are. So I might be I might be whistling Dixie on that one. Your first two points could apply to media as well, but what are you hoping we take away from this? Uh, I think they can. The you know the job of media is not to be an encyclopedia and. But, but, but I think it is important that when claims are made about empirical facts around policy, the media find a way to correct those. Um, and not in a way that's you know, necessarily overbearing or heavy-handed, but they do find a way to make clear where we are in terms of facts on the ground, about, you know, about immigration levels, about whether we're on track to meet our, 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 our carbon uh, emission targets, whether we have more or less refugees coming to our country in the United States. There's any number of facts out there that are going to help people make decisions, and we should be as clear as possible about what the actual empirics are on those issues. And what would you like people listening to this interview to take away from your study? Well, I mean, I'd like them to take away that, that, that you know, reading the news isn't enough. Um, and there's a lot of there's a lot of interest on the person who consumes a lot of news, but it takes some reflection to process it, and it takes some some care to make sure that you're not, as you say, reading something to confirm your bias as opposed to reading it to inform yourself. I really appreciate your time today, Professor Lowen. It's it's been a pleasure. Thank you for having me on. Thanks for being here, Professor Peter Lowen, Prophet UFT, and one of the uh, leads of the Digital Democracy Project, sharing some uh, information. I think it's fascinating that Canadians who hold strong partisan beliefs are more likely to be misinformed about those key political issues that you think they'd be more informed about than people that are coming from a politically neutral position. Something to think about.